Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to The Shit Show. Welcome to the world of the media. Hi, everyone. Hello. We have had such a hard time recording this intro. Yeah, because me and Ruby, you guys probably know, spend day in and day out with each other, bringing you guys shit you should care about. So we've literally talked about everything. (laughs) It's like as soon as you turn on the microphone, you don't know how to speak anymore. No. And we're really good at speaking, usually. We do it way too much. Good chat. (laughs) Real good chat. But we've had Liv, our third member of Siska, here for the week, which has been fun. Yeah, unfortunately she's not making an appearance today. Um, She's a busy bee. She's a design student, so she's away designing exciting stuff for Siska, actually, at the moment. Yeah, she's been pulling her weight. We love that for her. Yeah, we love having her back. But again, you're just going to be stuck with me and Rubes in your ears for this episode. So here's the story, folks. So today we're going to talk about how K-pop stands and TikTokers played a part in Rolling Trump's Tulsa rally. Yeah, and may I say it was epic. It was. What they did. Um, And I found, I think this one was really fun because being the TikToker that I am. Oh, naturally. um, All over it. That's sarcasm, guys. Yeah. Don't go look us up on TikTok. <laughs> you, you felt involved in the story and how it transpired and... And just like fucking kids of the future. It's a whole new wave of activism. A new wave of activism. People have been calling it a prank, but it's just activism straight up. Just new yeah. ways of doing it. And young people are killing it. So we are going to break down what happened and how these kids absolutely rolled Trump. Ready? You have the cameras rolling. So this story starts when Trump announces that he's going to hold a political rally for all of his diehard supporters um, on June 19th, which is already problematic, Trump. Yeah. So June 19th is Juneteenth, which is the day that the last slaves were emancipated in Texas. So... It's a big deal, especially right now. And for Trump to come out and say that he was hosting his rally on this day. Yeah, it's completely disregarding the significance of this day, especially when there's been moves around the whole country to make this a national federal holiday. Yeah. And Um, it just kind of shows he actually either doesn't know what Juneteenth is or doesn't care, which are two things just as bad as each other. Yeah, I mean, I think a hundred percent. He just he just clearly doesn't have those voices telling him about these historical uh, events that you probably should know. Mm. So aside from being on Juneteenth, this Trump also decided to have his rally in Tulsa, which is the place of the Greenwood Massacre, which is also known as the Tulsa Race Massacre, which is where. To cut a really long story short, um, a black man was accused of assaulting a white woman and then basically white mobs just ransacked the neighborhood, killed black people, 
burnt down city blocks. Like it's just really tone deaf for Trump, especially right now, to have it on this day and in this historical place. Yeah, and do we think that this is intentional? Because if it is, this is sending a really strong and really dangerous and scary message. Especially in this very politically charged time. Even if it's not intentional, it just shows how little he knows or cares about black history. Yeah. And you can't really give the benefit of the doubt because either way it's bad. Well, he has people employed to do this kind of research. There's no excuses for it. There's no excuses whatsoever. There was obviously a lot of blowback for having the rally on the 19th of June. So this was changed to the 20th of June. Good on you, Trump. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for taking ownership of something. A little more background. Can we kind of talk about the coronavirus aspect behind it all? But you don't hear them talking about COVID. COVID. Kung flu. To be specific, COVID-19. I mean, this whole rally was destined from the start to be an absolute shit show. Yeah. It was reported a few days before the actual rally that some of his staffers had coronavirus. Trump obviously doesn't give that much of a shit about coronavirus because he's having a rally where you're hosting what they expected to be about 19,000 people into a room. You're not requiring them to wear masks. So everyone attending had to sign a waiver that meant that Trump would not, Trump and his team would not be held accountable if the attendees would contract COVID-19 from the rally. I feel like as a president, Trump's favorite thing to do is not be held accountable. But oh God, yeah, that's like, how he's gotten to where he is now. But as a president, your job is kind of to be held accountable. like To the whole nation. Exactly. He baffles me, but we need to take him seriously. Like, I know we sound quite jokey right now, but this is dangerous. It's, it's absolutely dangerous because this is his thing. He It's all like a big distraction tactic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we just find him hilarious. It's like this big spectacle, but... The thing is, he is the most powerful man in the world right now. And we're laughing this shit off as if it's a joke. But it's not. It, in the end, it's not. It's yeah. really not. Especially if come November, he gets voted back in. Exactly. So all of the drama behind the lead up to this rally led to a lot of press, a lot of media attention. And the word really got around you know everyone knew about it and yeah more than just a usual trump rally right and it was the first one after covid yeah well not after covid they're still fucking deep in covid but the first one he's had in a long time yeah the first one everyone knew about it so how this whole thing started with the tiktokers and k-pop was that on the 11th of june there's a tweet from the trump campaign which was promoting free registration online via Mm -hmm. cell phone so with this registration there's no cap on how many people can register it's obviously for them to get a feel for the numbers um, but it doesn't stop anyone from attending it's still a first come first serve at the rally attendance And so this tweet, obviously with all of the press around the rally, Mm -hmm. gets spread around and it gets taken on by TikTokers and by K-pop fans. K-pop stands? K-pop stands, I think we'll call them. Because they are. They're very, very involved fans. Yeah, they are. They're standy. So this whole idea of anyone being able to register got taken from Twitter to TikTok and basically TikTokers 
and young people are really fucking smart. And they, especially in what they call alternative TikTok, know how to get the algorithm to do what they want, to have videos get on people's For You pages. And they, the TikTok videos were telling people to go and register for tickets to this Trump rally. And following this, Trump and his campaign absolutely gloated mm-hmm. that more than a million tickets had been requested. Which is hilarious. Which then TikTokers and young people shared screenshots of themselves, like, with no, absolutely no intention of showing up, which... It's just really smart to do, like, a no-show protest thing. It's so smart. I People do not give credit because it's social media. Mm-hmm. People just think it's a bit silly, but... It's powerful, man. It is absolutely powerful. So the Trump admin thought, whoa, millions of people want to come to this rally. Bearing in mind that the place that they were holding the rally has a 19,000 seat capacity. So naturally they set up overflow areas and thought, we're just going to have so many people here. We need to have an indoor rally and then have some outdoor events at these overflow areas as well. Well, Ruby, how many seats were actually filled at the rally? Well, out of this 19,000-seat arena, less than 7,000 people showed up. President Trump is very upset over the poor turnout at his Oklahoma rally. The Trump campaign spent weeks touting as many as a million people had asked for tickets. The Tulsa Fire Department says in all about 6,000, just about 6,200 supporters showed up. Like, yeah. That is a slap in the face to Trump. You know, when I read that just over 6,000 people or whatever actually turned up when they were thinking that there were millions that were going to come, I hadn't actually registered that this whole TikTok K-pop takedown had happened and I was kind of thinking like what the hell like why I must be on the alt side of TikTok because I saw these videos being shared around I haven't been on TikTok in a long time so because I I wish that I could have gone in and been part of it no and I remember thinking it was really funny I was really hoping that this was gonna work it was like oh damn this is really happening I was like there's no way that this is gonna get you know this is gonna actually make a difference yeah people are gonna figure this out there's going to be measures put in place to stop it but i read that they would take things down after 24 hours or 48 hours so the mainstream media burrow's furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating they always have their customers in mind their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you and with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. They thought of everything. They did. And so the Trump campaign actually claimed that there were 12,000 people who showed of up. They did. Of course they did. Um, however, the fire department that was there did confirm that the real figure was 6,200. Who's the fake news? Yeah. Shocking. So Trump's campaign manager, Brad Pascal, blamed the Black Lives Matter protesters outside the arena for the small crowd. He claimed that they even blocked access to the metal detectors preventing people from entering. So, Lucy, is this is this true? Well, no. It is... I've read one account of a little kind of scuffle between protesters and Trump supporters. Naturally, they are completely opposing views. 
But all other media reports, reporters that were there, like feet on the ground and stuff, said there, one, were hardly any Black Lives Matter protesters there, and two, there was no issues with the protesters blocking Trump supporters from getting in. There's always going to be protesters at rallies. Of course there is. But this was not the reason for the small crowds. No, it's not. And to be honest, could we expect anything other than the Trump administration to use Black Lives Matter as a scapegoat for their poor numbers? I don't think we could expect anything else. I know, it's like, get a new um, get a new line. Get a new fucking rhetoric, yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's probably necessary for us to just mention that at Trump's rally, he fucking said, let's roll back on testing so that we have less cases. You know, testing is a double-edged sword. We've tested now 25 million people. When you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people, you're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. The, where is the logic in that? Thank God only 6,200 <laughs> people went. Honestly, like, I know we're not actually talking about the content of his rally in this case, but we probably should just mention that because what the fuck. And the White House did roll back this um, statement. They did discredit Trump and say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still fucking stood what? on the podium and said it, didn't this he? Is- you is prison. Oh, it's, yeah, no. Mind-blowing. So, like, what I did find really interesting after doing a bit more reading about this was the fact that anyone could reserve tickets and it didn't put a cap on the amount of people that could come. Like, it was still first come, first serve. So even though all these young kids and K-pop fans and all that were reserving tickets, it didn't actually stop any Trump supporters from going to the rally. It just proves that not that many Trump supporters wanted to go to the rally. Yeah, and it also absolutely fucked up all the data that they're trying to get from these rallies. It's really important in terms of quantifying the support that Trump has from the ticket sales. And they totally overestimated it. Mm -hmm. So this data is going to be completely invalid. And all the um, TikTokers and K-pop fans used fake names and fake numbers. So obviously when the campaign's trying to reach back out to people and make sure they're securing the votes, they've got all this false data and it's going to waste their time. And it's just a great form of protest or activism, Mm -hmm. isn't it? And I think we can't have this conversation without giving a bit more credit to the K-pop stands. Yeah. Have they had quite a big part in this Black Lives Matter? They have absolutely gotten behind and really shown their support in a monumental way to the Black Lives Matter movement. First of all, we've talked a little bit about Anonymous on our website before. I think we stand. We we stand Anonymous. And K-pop, we're behind the Twitter, the Anonymous Twitter which is really interesting Were they? and kind of a bit of a conspiracy. What, the K-pop fans run the anonymous one of the anonymous Twitter accounts? Yeah, it was found that originally it was a K-pop fan Twitter account. Oh my god! I actually did not know that. Yeah, no. I love that. Really, really interesting. To be honest, I'm not really sure why there is that connection. You know, Anonymous has obviously come out in force for the Black Lives Matter movement as well. And so whether this is a K-pop movement behind yeah. it, I'm not sure. Anyway, BTS, which is a 
huge K-pop band. A huge K-pop band. They donated a million dollars to the Black Lives Matter movement. Their fans matched this one million dollar donation in one day. They're just the power of Stan. They are incredible at mobilizing and just like this unstoppable force. Well, because they even call themselves the BTS Army, don't they? And that's like they're so fucking good at mobilizing their version of troops for good. And honestly, because me and Ruby used to be massive One Direction stands, and you do have that passion, but like they have this passion on a massive scale and they're using it for good, which is such an interesting... They don't just like fangirl or fanboy over their idols. They actually use their new community because you do mm, get a community mm-hmm. and they use it for good. And honestly, it's really inspiring. On top of that, they have spanned hashtags on Twitter and Instagram to drown out racist posts. Hashtags like White Lives Matter. If you go on those now, like it is just full with K-pop dancing videos and, you know, all their kind of content. So that anyone who wants to access these hashtags aren't finding the content that is fueling these racist ideas. Instead, they're just finding K-pop videos. It's fucking awesome it's it's like so small but like so smart it's yeah it's such a small move but when you've got that many people with that much passion Mm -hmm. it's amazing i was looking into it and i was wondering well why what why is k-pop getting behind this black lives matter movement so strongly and behind this anti-trump movement and it was actually kind of hard to figure it out i'd love for anyone to reach out and kind of give us a little bit I mean, we'd love a guest piece on we this. We would love someone to write um, a piece about this. Yeah, fuck yeah. From what I saw in one article, the K-pop movement, they kind of felt like they had a responsibility. So they they know that they are technology savvy and that they have this crazy interconnected global network that they felt like it was more than just sharing memes. Like they know that they can mobilize and... I think because they have also dealt with their own prejudice Mm -hmm. and their own racism battles in the past, Mm -hmm. they just really came through. That's like an amazing, it's an amazing thing to come to terms with the fact that your community is powerful and then take that and actually do good with it. I just think that kind of shows what kids are like these days. Mm -hmm. More and more, they see their skills like using TikTok and they actually are thinking, I'm not actually just going to sit and scroll. I'm going to take action, especially if there's a couple of people that can help mobilize that. I also think it's really easy for people to kind of ridicule young people or not take them seriously when um, young people aren't showing up to vote because that's kind of like, you know, that's the nail on the coffin for whether you're actually for making actual change. And young people are amazing at obviously mobilizing and using their young passion and energy for good. But if you don't translate that into votes, then politicians still aren't going to take you seriously or like leaders aren't going to take you seriously. Politicians, the whole thing they're doing, they're creating this campaign that is going to get them votes. Mm -hmm. If they see that the young people aren't voting, they're not necessarily going to put all of their efforts into speaking to young people because they know that this is not where they're going to get their votes from. Exactly. But, and we didn't even really plan for the podcast to turn into this, but I no, think not at all. it's quite a good place for us to probably finish up on the fact that, yes, these young people are amazing and we have this voice and it's super easy to translate this voice into actual change by just getting out there, registering and voting, making your voice heard. I think we've seen in the past couple of years how politics 
is really defined by these older figures that do not speak to our vision and what we want and need the world to be. Mm-hmm. And it's been incredible seeing the mobilization of young people really come up and work together to create this positive change. Yeah. Unfortunately, that needs to continue. It's not over. And yeah, it does really need to be shown in the votes. And no matter what the polls are saying or the media is saying... Don't think we're safe. Do not ever think that you're safe. In fact, a vote... If you don't vote... If we're talking about America, if you don't vote, it's a vote for Trump. You know, if you don't vote, think of it as a vote for the person that you don't want to be elected. Right, well, Rubes, I guess that we should wrap it up, yes. Now that we all know that we have to use our voice to make change. And that if your parents are going to yell at you this week for getting on TikTok, yell back and play them this podcast <laughs> episode. Just tell them I'm actually doing a form of activism. Yeah. Thank it's you activism, mum. It's not just a face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <Lame>. thank you. <laughs> Shut up. Thank you guys for tuning in as per usual. I hope you learned something. Um, as always, you can find us on Instagram at Shit You Should Care About. You can find us in our Facebook group, Shit You Should Care About Squad. Shit You Should Care About.com. For all our guest pieces. Um, and yeah, just keep giving a shit and keep sending us your lovely messages. We see them all. We don't always have time to reply to them all, but we see you guys and we love you. Thank you very much. Bye, Bye guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.